Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Welcome to Real Metaphysical Talk. Here we are in a brand new episode. My name is Joan. I am your host, bringing you topics galore, I suppose. (laughs) Um, We're already, if you're keeping track and keeping score at home, at the end of March. And Happy New Year. Happy Astrological New Year. We're already in the sign of Aries. We're beginning the new um, uh, trip around the sun. And that just happened with our new moon recently on um, Monday night, March 27th, 10.57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or if you're in Australia on the 28th, and all that good stuff. But, again, Happy New Year. Welcome. Today's show is all about oracles, using the oracles, working with the oracles, and the tools, and, and what can we do with them, and Really, there's information I think that we need to talk about and bring up and let's discuss and and figure out what works best for everyone. As always, looking to continue this conversation further, you can find me on Facebook, Real Metaphysical Talk, or you can always join us here on Blog Talk Radio. There's archives. You can sign up with a free account and you can listen at your leisure. But thank you for joining me. Now, let's get to the uh, nitty-gritty. First, let's talk about this full moon. Or, I'm sorry, the new moon that happened. New moon, which start our new astrological year. And what does this mean for you? And then we'll talk about the oracles and using oracle cards. So this happened on Monday night. This new moon, new beginnings, um, in a fire sign saying, let's go, go get them, get started, take charge of our lives, beginning new projects, discovering our personal courage. What is it that you need to do to, to express your positive energy? You have an idea, you have a, a, a direction that you want to go in, now's the time to decide, and we're still feeling this energy. Don't get me wrong, you know, you may be listening to this a little bit later, and if you're listening to this two weeks out, maybe a month from now, you can think, Hmm, what was happening to me around this time? Take the time to reflect and figure out, okay, how did this affect me in my personal life? So here we are at the cycle with Aries energy. It's now is the time to make changes significantly affect our lives. It's one thing that we can, you know, make plans, And we can set lofty goals, but really what you think, what I always say, what you think you create. So if you have something, even with the slightest bit of an outline or a goal or a um, just a very loose building of an idea, you're creating the seed that's going to manifest and just continue to build on that. 
and now is the time. It's the it's the time to take charge. It is a good time to discover benefits of expressing ourselves and being our true authentic self, but also deciding for situations that you're in for um, people that are in your lives. Are you in a place where it meets your, I don't want to say expectations, but it it's, um, resonates with you? How does it feel to you? Now is the time to do it. If you've been questioning yourself, saying, oh, I don't know, should I or shouldn't I? Now is the time. If you have even just the slightest nudge of, hey, what should I do? Or maybe this, I could try this. Do it. This is, this is where in spring, things are growing. Things are coming up brand new. It's time to create. We can always add on. We can always build on to. Um, even right now, now is the time to initiate that change. Revitalize yourself through new experiences. Break out of that old routine. Try something different. Get started. You know, we always use January 1st, brand new year. Why can't we do it now? I talked about it with the Chinese New Year. And every new moon, we can do it every month. But now there's really some more energy that's going to help push you through and get things going. It's the time to take action. Make your plan for the next 12 months and start to see things through. You know, okay, so we've had the buffer since New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. We've made our resolutions. But now it can stick. All these changes that you want to see happen, if you've been doing your hard work and your diligence and you have really been, you know, nose to the grindstone, blood, sweat, and tears, and getting, getting your act together, you know, just trying to get things done, you're going to start to see the growth. You're going to start to see the, the seeds come through the soil, you know, like, you're going to start to see that slow growth. I've said before, slow and steady wins the race. I know we've been saying it for the last few shows, but you want to keep that steady pace and now push ahead. Push forward. Start to push forward. We can take the steps. Things are starting to move better. Now, even astrologically, I've been hearing astrologers say there's there's plenty of videos out there they're saying, okay, Venus is retrograde. All these planets are starting to retrograde, one right after the other. And some people are saying it's making for a tough time. Well, it is a tough time if you haven't addressed the issues that, you, that are surfacing. But if you know that they exist and you acknowledge their existence and it's something that you have to work on, then what, what do you need to do to make things happen? What is it that you need to really focus on? Or is it being shoved in your face and said, now look at me, let's work on this. Don't freak out. Don't fret. Don't go crazy over it. Break it apart into little pieces and you can get through it. Now's the time. It, it, it's, I keep hearing, suck it up, buttercup. Let's move on. We want to be courageous. We want to use this new moon to get into the bolder life that we want. Even just to be bold, not to be cautious, but to just say, you know what, I can make the decision and live with the decision and have fun. You know, we don't have to be all stodgy and, and boring and stuck at home. You know, okay, we might have um, some budgets that we have to plan with and, 
but there are things that we can do. You can go out and have a good time without having to spend a lot of cash, okay? And I feel like somebody needed to hear that. You can um, enjoy other people's company and, and have a good time. Smile every day. You know, look for something positive. Begin a gratitude list. Begin, in fact, start gathering with people. I've been doing a gathering once a month with several people on abundance. We talk about abundance in our lives. We talk about being grateful. We talk about, and we do exercises as to bringing abundance to ourselves. And the more we're doing this, the more abundance we're starting to see and the more abundance that is coming to us. And it may not be in the form of cash, although cash does flow in. But it can be in the abundance of, um, you know, say, for instance, if you have your own company that you're wanting to start, exposure, more um, hits on your web page or on your Facebook page, if you're using that, or Instagram or Twitter, you know, do you have more reactions? Do you have more likes? Um, things like that, abundance, being grateful for the things that you have happening and just building on that. Going with your passions, moving forward. Continue that momentum. That is what that new, this new moon is about. So if you've got this energy starting and you know where you want to go, keep focusing. If you're not sure where you want to go, find something that you like. You'll begin to build on that. These energies are great, and yes, we have the retrogrades, but take the time when you do hear an astrologer say, oh, this is retrograde. By the way, Mercury, I know you all like that, communication planet, it's going to be retrograde April, I want to say 7th, but something's telling me the 9th. So somewhere around there, next week you're going to start feeling it if you haven't already. Take your time, be patient, work slowly through that, through your communications, and make sure you've minded your P's and Q's, make sure that you've crossed your T's and dotted your I's, that it's going to be okay, we'll get through this. But retrogrades are all about reanalyzing, relooking, reviewing, to make sure this is what you want. You have everything in order, and if you do, great, no worries. Just keep, just keep checking everything that you have. We're looking at relationships. We're making sure we have our best interest at heart and that those who are around us also have that same um, best interest for us. Are, are they in it for themselves or are they actually here for help through their kindheartedness and through um, how they are, you know, exp- expressing themselves? And we want to do the same for others. So be courageous. Have some fun. Focus on you. Don't be so narrow-minded that you can't look at others, but don't forget about you because you are the starting sign. You action begins with you. And once you can take care of yourself, you can take care of others. So these are the things I want you to think about for this current new moon. Now, we still got the rest of the show. Let's talk about oracles. This is why you're here. The word oracle basically as defined by... Ooh, let's see. Who do we want to do the definition? Dictionary.com. And we'll go to Merriam-Webster. Dictionary.com. Basically, an oracle can be a person who delivers authoritative, wise, or highly regarded and influential pronouncements, a divine communication or revelation. Any person serving as an agency of divine communication um, or even possibly a shrine or a place at which such responses were given. Uh, the agency of a medium, you know, someone who can speak to the deceased. Now, 
we ourselves can be an oracle. Going to talk to someone, a reader, they can be an oracle. If we are connecting to our higher selves, if we're connecting to spirits or other divine beings, we can, as a person, we can be considered an oracle. And in the same token, tools that allow us to connect to beings, to spirit, to God, to the universe, are also considered oracles. How you use those tools um, hopefully are in the best interest of everyone and for the high, for highest good. Now, oracle generally used to mean the person who can provide you information. Oh, I'm going to see a psychic. Oh, I'm going to see an oracle. Now, more most recently, people refer to tools as oracles. And I know there's plenty of psychics, there's mediums out there that talk about using oracle cards. Oracle cards is probably the most prevalent item out there. And I will talk about that in a minute. But there's also other things that you can use, such as, so we've got, you know, I, I talk about uh, divination tools, basically anything that's going to help us connect to the other side. So you can refer to them as oracles. You can refer to them as divination tools. You've got the tarot cards. You've got the oracle cards. You've got, you know, it's, uh, divination tools is basically a wider subject. People use crystals and stones. People use pendulums. People use um, playing cards, uh, dice, which I do want to share with you a set of dice that I've recently received, um, and that will be done on Facebook, and we'll, I can do a couple readings for people. So be on the lookout on the Facebook page on the Real Metaphysical Talk, and we'll do a live um, showing of these dice. They're steampunk-related and um, it's a matter of reading the signs on the specific dice and getting answers. So it's one thing when we're connecting to the other side and we're connecting to spirit to get answers. We can meditate and we can pray and receive our answers. Even dreaming is a way. But as an oracle, something that's going to provide you with divine communication or a revelation you know, we can, we can just use these tools to help confirm a message or provide ourselves with a message. So tarot cards versus oracle cards, it's a pretty big debate. Many people are very strict to, I will only use tarot cards, I will not use oracle cards. So the difference between the two, in order to be claimed as a tarot deck, it must have 78 cards. It has what's considered five suits. It's really four suits with the major arcana as the fifth suit. So you will always have the, the 22 major arcana cards numbered from 0 to 21, plus the minor arcana cards consisting of cups, swords, wands, and pentacles. They could be renamed instead of pentacles being coins, or bows instead of wands, but you get the you, you get the idea. So they will they'll always be numbered from one to ten with a page, a knight, a queen, and a king, and in that order. And then of course the twenty two major arcana cards 
numbered between 0 and 21. Always starting off with the full. Now the names can slightly change, but the structure is always the same. And each of those cards are, even though the pictures may differ, the meanings remain the same. Although I have a good variety of tarot decks that I like because I enjoy the pictures that are on them, and some decks I get different information out of than I do other decks. However, like I said, the meaning remains the same. So if I get the world card, hey, the world card is the world card. That's a great card. You know, I've got the world is my oyster. Things are available to me. Things are on the up and up. And then the death card will always mean to me, no matter what deck I'm using, as long as it's a tarot deck, will mean new beginnings, endings, not so much endings, but I focus on the fresh beginnings, changing, um, evolution, things of that nature. You're looking at the hanged man. Everybody knows who the hanged man is, and it, that's the person upside down. Change your point of view. What's going on? The tower card, as scary as it might be in some decks, can be very uplifting in others because it's not so much things crumbling to the ground, but it's coming apart, going to pieces, but then in order for that to happen, there's a rebuild always behind it. So that's the tarot, but in an oracle deck, there is no structure. You can have as many cards or as few cards as you want. Pictures, uh, or the, the pictures, again, could be whatever, whatever you'd like to see, even if you wanted to create your own oracle. And the meanings can differ. So one deck doesn't mirror another deck. Like if it's specified tarot deck, you're going to have this card, this knight will mean this in this suit. Whereas in an oracle deck, I could have pictures of butterflies. So each colored butterfly is a different meaning. I could have, um, you know, one particular deck I'm thinking of, well, actually there's several, um, angel oracle cards. There's angel to rose and there's angel oracle cards. The oracle cards are maybe 40, 44 cards, and you've got different angels on there with different meanings. Most of the time with oracle cards, the meanings are actually written on the front of the card to help assist in your reading. Now, the other beauty is with oracle cards, and I actually kind of do this with tarot too, is when you're laying out your cards and you're doing a reading or you're asking a question, you can pull one card, you can pull several, you can do your own layout and work with that on the meaning that it's trying to present. Now, Many oracle cards have very extensive pictures. Some have very basic pictures. But again, with like Tarot, when you're looking at the card, you can decide you can decide whether or not uh, that bird might mean something to you, to you today. And then tomorrow, you may not see the bird. It may not stand out to you on the card. But oracle cards... That's why I really enjoy using oracle cards. You can use, it's kind of like a fluctuating definition. So if I'm sitting here thinking, you know what, I really want to go and take that trip. So I reach out to my oracle cards and ask, 
is it a good idea to take the trip? The cards can show me, one, it's, is it a good idea? It can provide me with insight on um, other things that might happen. I could get in, extra information as to I may meet someone or um, large winnings, you know, or things of that nature. It could also warn me of, of events that may take place as well just so I, that I could be prepared and have a better reaction as to opposed to just, you know, uh, freaking out. So best using the Oracle cards to prepare yourself for things that might be happening. Now, Oracle cards, though, as they may be different than Tarot, doesn't mean that you cannot use them like Tarot. There's no rule with Oracle cards. So if you have 44 in a deck, you can even mix your decks. Mix them together. Um, you could have, um, you can read, most of the time people don't read them as upside down. And you can kind of make your own definitions as I've said before. Oracle cards are easy to use if you, one, are afraid to use the tarot because you don't, you know, because of the structure, because of the, um, because of the, I, I'm thinking of like honor and nobility. People tend to, there's a certain reverence that's held with all divination tools as we should keep them sacred. Some people feel that tarot cards are very strict and rigid. They're very um, mystical, more on the dark arts side. I don't feel that way about them. Some people are very um, traditional in the sense that, oh, we can't look at the tarot cards. They must be wrapped in silk and they must be living in a, a wooden box, a natural wooden box, and they have to be held in a certain place in the house. Um, according to my feng shui, and um, they can only be used at a certain time of night. And yes, there are very strict rules. But, but oracle cards, you can use the same reference, and you can use the same. Uh, um, however, again, we still would cleanse them and bless them, just like tarot cards. We do want to protect them. But the meanings, the meanings are here to help us really connect with our higher self. So if we're, if we're feeling unsure, you know, this helps build our intuition. This helps build our connection with our higher self, with spirit, with God. We can, we can get that feeling like, you know what, I really think I, I should take this job. I'm not quite sure. Let me see what the cards say. Again, Asking questions, whether it be Terror or Oracle, they're there to help. You can pull one card. You can pull several cards. The meanings are here to help us. They're here to guide. And it is no different than using Tarot when you're using the Oracle cards. It's a gentler way to... Um, become more comfortable with spirit, with God, and, and listening to those messages. 
reading those messages and seeing those messages. I think more and more people are going towards the oracle card because of the original fear of Tarot. And not to say that Tarot is bad or good, I thoroughly love my decks. But I think this is a great way to um, engage the public, to bring more people into a metaphysical way of living, to connecting to our higher selves. If you have family members that are very, family and friends that are very superstitious, probably the best way to explain this, superstition can stop us from connecting to our higher selves. Well, we all know someone that either has seen a ghost, talked to the dead, and we don't want to think of them as um, freaks or um, we don't want to think of them as being different because we're, I mean, these are skills that we all have. So let's use the tools that we have. We can build our own decks. If you have 10 Play, um, I'm sorry, 10 note cards. If you have meanings for them, so for instance, I see butterflies, I think of my grandmother. So I think of certain things when I see her, which are kind of like reminders of, hey, things are going great. Some people see butterflies and see that as a change, a metamorphosis. Big things happening. Do we want little changes or big changes? Maybe we can have different size butterflies on our on each card, and we can build on that. We can have a birthday. Celebration. You can put a party hat. Make your own cards. And in fact, I encourage you to do that. If you've got symbols that mean things to you, start building your own deck. Connect to your higher self. Connect to spirit. Build that deck. Draw those cards. Color your cards. And really start asking your card your own cards, your own deck. Hey, what is it that I need to know today? There are still, you know, or um, to my friend uh, Jennifer, and, and is there something I need to know about her? Pull a card. What do you get? You know, oh, there's a celebration today. Or you're going to have a celebration about something. Do you have something that relates to you at work? Images are here to provide. I, I can talk about everything. Images, I could talk about using oracles, using the separate um, messages that we can get from other places. This is probably the best way to really get the whole um, metaphysical, spiritual world out there, is exposing people to the friendly cards. Oh, it's not so bad. These have the angels on them. Everybody likes angels. Some people don't believe in them, so then they have a different type of deck. Um, What about flowers? I've seen oracle cards with flowers on them. So a rose would mean something different than a lotus flower, than, an, than a daisy or a primrose or um, an aster or a hyacinth or a daffodil. Using oracles allow us, allows us to connect to our higher self. And the more that we can share with other people, the more we can bring this world together for peace, for growth. Because this is where this is where we're going. The motivation is building building ourselves and building our um, 
families and friends around us, the mass consciousness for all of our higher goods so that we can all evolve and all become higher in our levels of spiritual consciousness. All right. Well, enough of this. I've talked about oracles. You're going to find me on Facebook. I'm going to do a little demonstration. Um, Within the next day um, of these new dice that I have, new oracles, all steampunk related, and different ideas of things that you could use with regards to using oracles and connecting to spirit and getting answers that can help you. Don't really, you don't have to rely on a tarot reader. You don't have the cash or the time to go gift to someone. Like I said, build your own deck. Get an oracle card. They're nice. They're friendly. They're helpful. They can provide you with answers just like anyone else could. You have the answers yourself. All you have to do is ask. Thank you for joining me here on Real Metaphysical Talk today. I look forward to talking to you soon and on the next brand new episode of Real Metaphysical Talk here on Blog Talk Radio. Like I said, catch me on Facebook. My name is Joan, and we will talk very soon. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.